melodies of the rasas and how he enchants through his beauty uh, the living beings non living beings where it's described that he is able to make the moving objects stun and non moving objects start to move and so that's the power of lord krishna and power of his uh, devotion and the devotion the power of the devotion that his devotees exhibit towards him the other part word word meaning is avana mantaha offering obeisances so one of the angas is to offer obeisances to the lord then seeing the feet of the lord seeing the effulgence the minds of the devotees become refreshed that's what is said here pramudita manasa their minds refreshed
the Shama Sundara form of the Lord. Um, in their heart. So here, the loving exchange between Lord Anantadev and his devotees are happening. Srila Vishnu Chaturvita writes that Lord Ananta has simultaneously a snake form and a human form. Now, both the Lord and the devotees who are described here, they are having spiritual bodies. That's how Prabhupada puts it in the purport that they have spiritual bodies. The key concepts that are coming up in this purport are about spiritual body, then the origin of pure lust, then spiritual enjoyment through spiritual senses and then the experiencing those spiritual sensations. That's discussed in one hand and then it's contrasted with the material body, material lust, material sensations and material enjoyment. So, we will discuss these um, subject matters today. I'm um, adopting points from Hargrave Urmila Mataji's presentation on this topic. Now, the original spiritual rasa that's what Prabhupada quotes in the purport. It is originating from the Lord. He quotes the Bhagavatam first verse, Janmanyasya Um In that purport itself, Prabhupada says, sex life is not unreal. Its reality is experienced in the spiritual world. We know the fact that the material world is a reflection. So whatever is highest in the mind and the spiritual world is considered abominable here. So therefore Prabhupada writes continues in the um, purport. The material sex life is but a perverted reflection of the original fact. So we first establish that we cannot deny the uh, existence of lust. So it's, it's established through Bhagavatam, um, the way Shri Prabhupada quotes Janmadhyasya, and uh, by quoting Shri Vishnu Chakravarti commentary on 1.1.1, where Acharya writes that just as we refer uh, Bhima Sena as Bhima, the Adi Rasa is said as Adi. And that source is coming from the Lord because He is the uh, source of all mellows, as mentioned earlier. He is the Akila Rasa Amrita Murti, the embodiment of all the mellows. Now, there are further references from Chaitanya Charitamrita, Madhya Lila 8.138. The desire for enjoyment is present both in Krishna and his part and parcels, the living entities. In the spiritual world, such desires are also spiritual. 
So this further establishes the fact that both the living entities have the desire to enjoy and the Lord also has a desire to enjoy. If you consider the field of activities as a spiritual world, then you have permanent, everlasting enjoyment through the loving exchange between the Lord and His devotees. And that is um, done in a pure form and it is done forever. Therefore, Krishna is called as the Cupid in the spiritual world. The Prabhupada writes in that Chaitanya Chaitanya Bhagavad that there is no material inability in such desire. That's the key difference. There is no material contamination in such a spiritual um, lust existing in the spiritual world. And therefore, we see the three deities of Samanda Abhideya Prayojana. So Krishna is the Kamadev as Mother Mohan, the deity who establishes our relationship, who clearly tells who we are, who the Lord is and Samanda Gyanas established. Then he also carries the bow with flowers and a bow and arrow made of flowers. He is Lord Govinda and he is the one who accepts the devotional service. And finally, Krishna in the form of Gopi Janavallava, who is the uh, life and soul of all the gopis, he is the goal. So that's how we see the Samanda deity as Madan Mohan, then the Abhideya deity as Govinda Dev, and the Prayojana deity as uh, Gopinath, Gopijana Vallava. And prayers are offered to the Lord um, in the form of these three deities. Now, if you um, consider the material world as a field of activity, this urge is exhibited in this material world in a perverted reflection, as we saw earlier. Now, the living entity has a material body in the material world, and therefore the pure sex desire is um, exhibited through the contaminated material body. And therefore, because the body is temporary, the enjoyment that is experienced through the material body, that's also temporary. It will last for a few minutes and then it later vanishes. And that's how Prabhupada begins this purport to this uh, verse that when the male and female touch each other's body, their lusty desires naturally awaken. And then when the lust is fulfilled, it doesn't last for long and then it last for a few minutes and later it vanishes. So that's the material situation. And the activity of sex is considered abominable in the material world, as we saw, because it's a, it's a reflection. 
<coughs> whatever is topmost in the spiritual is considered abominable here. Now, having established that the um, source of the sex desire is spiritual and then living entities and the Lord have a natural pure desire and that desire is spiritual and we also established that the reflection is abominable. Um, because the desire is originating from the spiritual world, there is no chance of we killing or denying or destroying the desires. The lusty desires cannot be killed, destroyed or denied. Now, if you attempt to do that, it will manifest through anger because anger is considered as the brother of lust. If suppressed, lust will also exhibit through hard-heartedness and finally, it may even result in fall down. Proper rights in the um, teachings of Lord Kapila, that section, that the one cannot think that he can kill the desires. It's not possible. As long as you are living, you are not a dead man, you will have desires. Now, having established that since denial and killing of the desires is not possible, now how do jivas who are in this material world, how can they experience that pure uh, mellow of Adi Rasa, which is there in the spiritual world, how can jivas enjoy that? For that we need to look a little deeper into the Adi Rasa itself. The source of the uh, pleasure giving energy, that's also an energy of the Lord who is none other than Srimati Radharani herself, that loving Shakti. And the Lord enjoys through her and she gives pleasure to the Lord and there is an exchange of mellows between them. Now, it is that same energy, if we take shelter of that energy and it is that same energy that will nourish the jivas in the material world also, if we um, dotate our desires in the Lord's service. That's exactly what the, uh, the daughters of the serpent kings, that's what they are doing. They are rendering service to the Lord and service is being uh, rendered by applying sandalwood, aguru, and all that mixture to the Lord's body. And that's done for His pleasure and by seeing the smile in His face and seeing His pleasure, they are also experiencing pleasure. And this is the way how the jivas can enjoy the um, Adi Rasa even though they are situated in this material world. So we saw one method which is direct service to the Lord. What are the other ways? Is by connecting the energy of the Lord. Because if you look at the uh, 
material things around us the potency the attractiveness that's the lord and the form of it is given by mother lakshmi so when we engage mother lakshmi in the lord's service or when we unite um, the energy of the lord with the lord and we take part in it that is how the living entities um, enjoy the adirasa while they are situated in this material world so proper gives the example of um, hanuman ji how he used anger in the service of the lord he fought for lord ram with the only purpose of uniting mother sita with lord ram so that was the mentality and all his energy was focused on that and that's an example that we must follow where we focus our energy we focus our desires we focus our actions attitude all of that in the direction of uniting the lord's energy with him now we have understood the principle of purifying the desires how do we do that now when the philosophy has to be put into practice we must keep in mind that the purification even though we know the solution the purification takes time it is a gradual process so while we are in this material body and we are trying to convert our material lust to the spiritual lust um it takes time to gradual process Prabhupada says in his um, lecture of Srimad Bhagavatam 3.26.27 in Bombay Kama Krishna Karam Arpane Kama Krishna Karam Arpane At the present moment we are desiring how to become happy in this material world This is Kama So this brain taxation if you engage in krishna service how to spread krishna consciousness how to convince people about krishna how to take them to krishna service sarva dharma paritya then that is how you purify your um, lust if you want to enjoy this material world you still need to tax your brains and then the amount of enjoyment that you get is um, temporary chapal sukha it doesn't last forever anyway you're going to tax your brain proper service suggesting that you tax your brain to engage yourself in krishna service to bring others into krishna service and engage them also in krishna service so according to this guideline we will start to put the principles that we learn about purifying ourselves according to the bodily situation that we are in and according to the varna and ashrama we are in 
these principles have to be applied. <coughs> this transformation of material lust to spiritual lust, it is done according to your situation in the Varnashrama through the process of sacrifice. Because every uh, ashrama is aimed for spiritual elevation, spiritual purification and to situate ourselves in spiritual consciousness. Therefore, the uh, process of sacrifice is recommended whereby you are able to aim your activities at transcendence even though you are materially situated and thereby gradually get purified and the biggest um, entanglement of living entity as described in the earlier verse purport that Hridaya Granti which is formed by when male and female unite that can be purified and removed if you have the option of not to get entangled you can have that option but still one has to deal with the material lust. Because this sexual energy, um, the origin is also from the Lord and when we see the Virata description, uh, we see how the source of vitality is also coming from the Lord. We cannot deny it, but according to our situation in the Varnashrama, we use them accordingly. So, those in the renounced order, how do they use their sexual energy? As described earlier, when the propagation of the institution or the propagation of Krishna consciousness is taken as a bigger goal, then family ties are given up. At the same time, you are serving a bigger family. The whole world is considered as your family and you tax your brains to come up with various projects, methods of joining the living entities, connecting them to the Guru Parampara. Through that brain taxation, your vital energy is getting utilized. Because this vital energy is meant to move up and reach all the way up to the brain, nourish you to think better, to act better with energy so that you can engage in this propagation by connecting others, by absorbing yourself in the spiritual sound, Swadhyaya, Abhyasa, Anshariva, the austerity of um, speech. Not only in that, then reflecting on it, applying it in your own life. Because when knowledge, when it is not reflected upon or applied in your life, it does not turn into realization. So the application part is there. Through that, you gain the 
you experience spiritual bliss the adirasa now those who are in the grihasthashram they also have to deal with this lust and for them they have the license of producing krishna conscious children and that's how they expand their family with the uh, purified consciousness they attract pure souls into their family and they uh, interact with each other not just as bodies but as considering each uh, one as a soul and as Prabhupada writes in 1.8.42 um they connect to each other in relation to the super soul this is in contrast to how the current purport begins seeing male and female seeing each other as body and trying to enjoy each other's bodies and interestingly it is lord sankarsana who brings the object and a person who is desiring to enjoy the object he is the one who brings them to bring them together but the solution that the prabhupada gives is that uh, in the grihastashram not to view each other as a source of enjoyment but see each other as a, a part and parcel of the lord connect to them through the super soul and within family life you have the aspect of sacrifice where you need to raise a family you have to make a living that whole process is considered as a sacrifice with the only objective of giving pleasure to the lord in the 18th chapter of Gita Purport Prabhupada write that Grihasthas who go and work in factories or other places to earn money with this uh, only objective to please the Lord and they give some donation to propagating Krishna conscious activities they are as good as those in the renounced order so purification is happening through the form of sacrifice through the samskaras you invite um, pure living beings to your family you take care of them and that's further sacrifice you also through the grihasthashram is a powerful way of connecting others to krishna consciousness it's also a powerful way as prabhupada writes in the um, i think said in the 13th chapter purport that affection towards family members is natural and one if he is in family life if he is able to read the scriptures chant hari krishna engage in the kirtan the morning and the evening such a person does not have to enter the renounced order also he is fully krishna conscious so by um, being a living examples you will attract others also to krishna consciousness and thereby by connecting others to the path you experience the adirasam
the same points that we discussed, connecting through scriptures, relishing and sharing scriptures to others, the same applies to Grihastha um, Ashram also. And uh, Grihastha has not only expand their family, they also expand the bigger family of bringing more people to the uh, Krishna Conscious Movement. So thereby, they are also purifying their material lust while they are situated in the uh, material body. So thus we saw how the Sanyas Arat, Pranaprastha Arat, the Grihastha Arat and the Brahmacharya Arat, all of them are meant to purify the sex desire and how the process applies a little differently for each of them. Now, irrespective of which order you are in, because we are dealing with a powerful force which is binding us, we always have to pray to the Lord to help us overcome this biggest entanglement. So one of the prayers that and meditation that came to my mind is um, again from the Lord Kapila section, what should we meditate upon to overcome our uh, sex desire? That is in three. 
भवति मुख विकार सुष्टु मिष्टि मनोचक दस इफ वन वांस टू बी अलूफ फ्रॉम सेक्स अट्रैक्शन ही मस्ट सी द चार्मिंग स्माइल एंड फैसिनेटिंग आईब्रोस ऑफ द सुप्रीम पर्सनालिटी ऑफ गॉड सो हियर वी सीइंग meditating on the different limbs of the lord start out with the feet going all the way up to the smiling face and the eyebrows and the eyes to protect the sages and that's how the lord is not only having a loving exchange with his devotees but through that he is also protecting them from the biggest danger मुनिकृते मगर प्रदर्शन vasudeva or vasudev is um in charge of consciousness for sankarshana is in charge of false ego aniruddha lord aniruddha is in charge of the mind and lord pradyumna is for the um, intelligence so lord shiva prays sankarshanaya sukshmaya durantaya antakaya cha namo vishvaktabodaya pradyumnaya antarapane so lord sankarshana is considered as the master of integration and disintegration also because it is through the false ego that you pick up the consciousness and then you think that you can enjoy in this material world and as discussed in the previous verses when a person has that mentality that is given by lord sankarshana and here lord shiva is praying that please purify my ego so that i can be fixed in my real ego of your servant ye real ego as your servant jivera swarupai krishnera nityadas so lord shiva um is praying rudra is praying to Lord Sankarshana to purify his ego so that he can be situated in his uh, real ego which is the servant of the servant of the Lord. Would like to conclude with this prayer that we recite daily to the Lord when the curtains open. Venam kwananta maravinda dalaya raksham bhagavatam samasitamu dasundarangam kanda prakoti kamaniya vishesha shobham govinda madhikushaam tamaham bhajami. even though we get used to singing this one if one is able to consciously pray fervently 
pray, intensely pray to the Lord when we sing, recite these prayers, which is what we recite daily. His flute, his playing, and Venu Panantam Aravinda Daya Dalai Laksham. His eyes are like lotus petals, which is what we are meant to meditate upon, as we established earlier. And his head is bare like a peacock feather. His figure is tinged with the hue of blue clouds. His expert in playing his flute and his unique loudliness charms millions of cupids. Kandarka Koti Kamaniya Vishesha Shobham. So it is this Kandarka who is the material cupid to overcome him. We are surrendering and connecting to the um, internal potency, getting a higher taste to the Adirasa and surrendering to the Akhil Rasamukta Murti or Krishna who is the actual spiritual cupid, the original Kamde. I'll leave it there and uh, see if there are any comments, questions, corrections. Yeah, okay. 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 Okay.